Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Ah, yes. LSU basketball front and center, not just here, but nationally after their upset of Kentucky yesterday. Seeing a lot of this text from the 50420, which is where Kim Pomeroy has the Tigers. Kim Palm is trash. Ralph Michaels is trash. LSU is a top five team. No, none of those guys are trash. You got to give me your rankings, uh, texture from the 985. Tell me where LSU fits in. Give me your rankings. Text from the 504. You and Ken Palm are dead wrong. LSU and Nevada are top eight teams. Clearly mark my words. Each will advance to the Elite Eight. No doubt. We will see. I think LSU certainly is a threat to get there. I'm excited. They have a point guard who proves uh, proved yesterday again that he can play in big environments without getting rattled. They have a young a few young guys who didn't get rattled in that environment yesterday, and they're very good offensively. So I think they can advance to the Elite Eight, and I think there's scenarios where they can advance all the way to a Final Four. They're that good. Let's bring on in Tyler Nunez of Tiger Rag, who covers LSU basketball there. Tyler, welcome back to the show. Big day yesterday, man. It's been a long time Ooh. since uh, fans have been this excited about LSU hoops, huh? Yeah, Twitter's been wild. Uh, <laughs> I was just complaining the other day that Twitter only gets gets live like that after they lose, but uh, they, they proved me wrong yesterday. I've, uh, I'm still getting notifications from last night. It was an absolutely huge win for LSU. Uh, it feels like the first signature win of the Will Wade era. It feels like this is, this could be the start of something big. And, and man, uh, I mean, yeah, they, they don't get much bigger than that. I, I don't know if people realize Kentucky doesn't lose in that building. I think that's the seventh time Calipari's lost in Rupp arena since he's been there and it's been a decade so uh really impressive win for lsu uh it's really hard to kind of put it in perspective because we don't know what it's going to lead to but it feels big that's for sure it really does it interesting you use that word as kind of the biggest victory the phrase the biggest victory in the lsu era it seems to me like uh, kind of a flashpoint perhaps for this era where they went from and i don't know if they're ever really rebuilding here tyler with will wade which is impressive in its own right maybe the most impressive part about all this but they're now straight in contention mode contention in the fcc they control their own destiny there i think they're contending for a top certainly a top four seed maybe even top two or three depending on how how it all goes down here the rest of the season yeah absolutely the the thing is is they their their schedule is pretty favorable from here on out right there's only one game where they're going to be the underdog and that's against tennessee so uh they they really do control their own destiny if they win i mean there's it's not it's not likely that they win out but i mean if they do they're putting themselves in position for one of the top seeds in the country we're talking to maybe even a one seed now that's a long way to go that that involves them beating tennessee who looks beatable right now and that involves them beating a bunch of tough teams they've still got florida twice they've still got georgia again this saturday Uh, i think they get alabama again so uh, some losable games but lsu is going to be a favorite in all of them except for that tennessee game and if they take care of business they're going to be a top three 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 seed pop pop possibly maybe even a little bit higher 
I agree. I think they could get all the way up to the two line. They would probably have to win out yeah. to do that, but who knows with the way they're on a roll here. Talking to Tyler Nunez of Tiger Ag here on the last lap. Let's talk about some of the players in this game. Emmett Williams got lost in the shuffle, especially the way it ended, but he was massive off the bench. Oh, Perfect five huge. for five, 12 points, and this freshman's coming of age. Yeah, and the, like four of those shots came – in, in the middle of that second half and they were building a comeback and then building a lead. There's one sequence in particular where he got a block on one end and hustles down the floor and gets a, a layup on the other. And that put LSU up by double digits for the first time all night. And that, I mean, that is, that's the kind of player he is, man. He comes off the bench. He's been quiet kind of all season. Uh, but I mean, he was a five-star recruit for a reason. Hustle player, great personality, just kind of the whole total package. He's going to be really valuable for LSU the longer he's there. What about Trey Waters, Tremont Waters? Struggled from the field, yeah. but I thought he ran the offense pretty darn well. I believe he had two turnovers early in that game, and yeah. I tweeted out something. Watch out. Uh, the bad side of Tremont Waters coming out here at Rupp, but he really settled in uh, the last really 30 minutes of that game. Yeah, he only had two turnovers all night. Uh, the LSU as a whole only had eight turnovers, and I think that played a really big factor in that win yesterday. But, yeah, Tremont Waters, he, he, he did struggle from the field. He kind of struggled to find a good shot. Uh, but I think part of it was – part of those two turnovers was he, where he was, he was kind of forcing things in those first five minutes. But afterwards, he uh, he kind of took, took a step back and, and let the game come to him a little bit more. And it led to him struggling offensively, especially trying to score the ball. But he still had five assists. He was still really valuable defensively. He had two or three steals, and uh, and overall, uh, he had a solid performance running the offense very cleanly and making sure that LSU didn't turn the ball over. Now, Kentucky's not a deep team, so if you look at that box score yesterday, you're going, well, yeah, LSU only ran out eight players, but yeah, Kentucky only ran out nine, so what's the big deal about depth here, Seth? What are you talking about? But the one thing that concerns me, when you get to tournament time, both conference tournament time and NCAA tournament time, if you're just going throwing eight out there, you're going eight-man rotation, those guys are going to get tired legs very quickly that's are you concerned about that is my concern off base Tyler uh more so I'm, I would be more so concerned about it in the SEC tournament than the NCAA tournament that's when you're playing games in like back-to-back days for like three possibly four days at a time I think that's what that really kills you but I think for the NCAA tournament eight's a kind of a sweet spot I mean it, it's different I remember watching LSU women's basketball though making a, a sweet 16 with seven uh, and and I've seen teams do it with eight before. And the, the good thing for LSU is they're able to rotate in guys in and out pretty pretty effectively. Uh, I mean, like we saw Emmett Williams get 18 minutes yesterday, and he put together you know a 12 point performance. So they have a lot of guys that are really valuable off the bench. So I, I'm not super concerned. Uh, I think that if need be, they can go to a Marshall Graves to add a little bit more depth. He's somebody who can shoot the ball pretty well uh, in, in a tough spot. But uh, I, I think. Overall, I think LSU is going to be okay as far as that goes in the NCAA tournament. Again, I think once they get into their third day in a row in the SEC tournament, I think that could become a problem. I thought Nas Reed played a much bigger role in yesterday's win than the box score would indicate. Only played 21 yeah. minutes, got in a little foul trouble, just 12 points. Yeah. But the the best, maybe the best front court in the country is Kentucky. I, I thought he was going to have a pretty rough day heading into it. I, I thought the freshman handled it well. Yeah, I mean his growth throughout the course of the season is immeasurable. From the from day one to now, I mean he just looks so much better. He looks so much more confident with the ball and using his body. I mean he the, see he was uh, much more likely to kind of take a fade away, and he's still really good for that. But uh, I mean against Auburn, he threw down a nasty dunk. I think uh, he used his body for a couple big shots yesterday, and he's really not afraid to get in the paint and go for a rebound. He's 
super aggressive going for rebounds, and that's really been huge for them over these last couple of weeks. He won the SEC Freshman of the Week award last week. It was well-deserved. I mean, just his, his play as of late has been phenomenal. He's a huge part of LSU's success in these last three games, which have been huge games. Might be a one-and-done guy for LSU. We'll see when the draft comes. Finally, Tyler, uh, you heard our textures there leading in, and the caller before you are on also said LSU should yeah. be a top-five team in the nation. What do you say to that? Uh, uh, I'm going to disagree. Uh, I saw they're they hating on Kim Palm. Kim Palm's a formula. You can't right. get mad at a formula, right. man. <laughs> right, uh, exactly, man. I think uh, I think LSU, I mean, that big loss against Oklahoma State is going to keep them back for a little bit. Uh, they have a couple really close losses against good teams in Houston and Florida State. Uh, that loss against Arkansas is not great either, It was especially considering it was at home. Uh, and a lot of, they've had a lot of close games against uh, a not great team. So I, I understand I understand their seeding. They're going to have to work their way up. They also don't have a historic program. Like they're going to they're going to you know Kentucky, Duke, Tennessee. These teams are going to you know do a little. They're going to move up the yep. rankings a little bit faster than an LSU. So uh, as fair fair or as unfair as you think that is, that, that's just kind of the way these things roll. I think we can, if they beat Georgia, we can see them jump into a top 15 spot uh, with with that win against Kentucky. I think that'll be, and and I mean, like like I said, that puts them in great position with a couple weeks. We're up against the break. Tyler, really appreciate it. We'll do it again. Yeah, sounds good. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 